0: Are you stuck in a relationship with a narcissist? Are you in a toxic relationship, you can't get out, you don't know what to do, and you're like, I just need to figure out how to heal, but I don't think that's possible. Well, you're right that it's really, really hard, and it's close to impossible, because when you're healing with a toxic person, it can almost be impossible to get out of. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. We do it on all the different platforms: TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn. To try to provide people with an awareness of narcissistic abuse and how it destroys lives. I try to share sometimes bits and pieces of the stuff that I've done and things things that have been in my past to try to give people awareness of what's happened and what to look out for. We're also not just about awareness, but growth, healing, and change of trying to help people move forward in their healing process to get clarity from the confusion that they've been involved in and they don't know what's right, what's wrong, what's up, what's down, anything because they've lost the sense of self. So we try to provide that by meeting with people one-on-one to help break the trauma bond, rewire their mindset, to get it plugged into the NARCAP, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community that NARC app has a place where you can get advice, you can get support, encouragement, you can track your no contact, record your truth, take courses, join weekly lives, monthly coaching calls, all different things to help you in that growth and that healing process. You can just look at that up at narcapp.com. If you want to talk to me sometime, you can go to rawmotivations.com. would love to interact with you there. And if you want to hear from the wife's perspective, you can go to Apple Podcasts and type in trauma, drama, and life. And that's my wife and myself. Uh, we do a co-host a podcast on there to try to give people an idea and a glimpse into our lives and also answer questions that you guys have sent in. Well, when you're with a narcissist, it's very, very hard to heal it's very hard to heal when you're with someone period but when you're with a toxic person it becomes even harder because you're dealing with toxic behaviors and triggers and things that they're trying to do to control you every single day and there's no break you're walking on eggshells you're constantly getting triggered there's all different things that are happening and you're like i just want to heal but i'm not sure how because it seems impossible the reason why it seems impossible is being with a narcissist in that relationship and trying to heal yourself is hard because you're constantly getting re-triggered and reopening trauma daily with that relationship. Think of it if you had a burn that was on your arm and you bandaged it up and each day you ripped off the band-aid to see if it was healed and each time you'd rip it off it opened the wound back up again. That's what's happening a lot of times when you're with a narcissist and you're trying to heal. It's just like, let me work on my healing today and you rip it off. Oh man, it's not healed. And then you put it back on and then you're like, let me work on my healing today. And then you rip it off and ah, oh, it's not healed. And it's never going to heal because you're still with that person. I think there's a huge part that's hard to be able to heal with a toxic person because of that constant re-triggering without at least a break, a distance or a complete no contact. There's not a really good way to heal. You see, the reason why is being with a narcissist, you start to develop what we call a trauma bond. And the trauma bond goes together with hope, potential, and cognitive dissonance. It's that stuff that keeps you there with the possibility of something might work out. The breadcrumbing of maybe this relationship will be the relationship that will finally fix, that I'll finally get better with this person, that they'll fix themselves, that they'll finally be loving again. And all these things keeps you locked in to a toxic relationship. With the cognitive dissonance, is the idea of two opposing thoughts, and you're not sure which to be able to pick, so you pick the easiest one oftentimes, which is just their words, not their actions that actually show you completely opposite of the words they're saying. They'll say they're loving, but they'll end up hurting you and abusing you and treating you awful. Well, a lot of times the only way to break a trauma bond, especially completely, is to get to a place where you go no contact where you're away from the narcissist and you've broken that hold that they have on you. Otherwise, it's almost impossible to be able break that when there's constant trauma around you every single day. And a lot of people have a really hard time with it. Well, first off, when you think about the idea that I can't leave, I want to first tell you that if you say you can't leave, you're 100% right because your mindset will close off any avenues that are a possibility of getting you out and you'll be limited by your own self-talk of saying that you can't leave. I've worked with people all across the world, all across the country that have said that that have left, that have been able to change their mindset and be like, no, we got out. We went here, we did this, we, whatever it is, they've gotten out. There's been some people who have been in such abusive relationships that they've gotten out and they've gone to like a halfway house. They've gone to a homeless shelter, like anything to be able to get out, figure it out, and then start working from there. But oftentimes if your safety is in question or your kid's safety is in question or that toxicity and all those different things, you need to get out and you make sure that you're safe. Please be careful if you're with a narcissistic and a toxic person. Maybe in the moment you can't leave, maybe you're building uh, a plan to be able to get out and that's good because you need like an exit strategy. It's not going to work long term with someone who doesn't care about you, they only care about themselves and they're willing to do anything and everything to either keep you or hurt you to stay in the relationship. One of the things if you're stuck in the relationship is to start building a buffer in communication and a buffer in general. So when we're talking about a buffer, it's like the idea of like putting something in between that still lets communication go through, but kind of like lets it lag a little bit. It lets it buffer for a minute where everything just freezes and then it finally goes through. So when we're thinking about this in communication, especially let's talk about like responding to texts because a lot of times you have a narcissist that they want you to respond instantly. Well, you've been trained to do that. You've been trained to be triggered every time they text you being like, I have to respond right now. This is what I have to do. Well, sometimes you have to take a step back and be like, okay, they just text me. I'm going to give it five minutes and then I'm going to respond. And you slowly build up. It takes a good while. You slowly build up a buffer where they don't expect you to respond instantly anymore. What that does is it starts to reduce the trigger that hits you every single time of that anxiety of like, I have to answer right now. It's, but sometimes it helps to start putting a buffer in to start slowing it down a little bit. You have to start disconnecting from the blame because the narcissist will put the blame back on you. They'll say it's your fault, it's your responsibility. You have to kind of pull back and disconnect from that and understand where that blame is coming from. The toxic person that's screaming and yelling at you, saying it's your fault, and you're like, no, I don't think it is. But you have to start with that in the mind of like building that freedom. Otherwise, you'll always be stuck. A lot of times people will journal to start writing stuff down, to keep yourself sane of understanding, hey, this is what actually happened. This is what actually went down when we communicated, when they lied to me, when they gaslit me, all these of things. So it helps to be able to journal to keep yourself sane, okay? If you can, get into therapy, hire a coach, work on yourself, because the biggest part is like working on yourself to be able to get free from the narcissist. Take back your power, see how things affect you, take back the triggers that the other person is letting control you and start working through understanding your worth and your value. A lot of times when people are with a narcissist, they don't know their worth and they don't know who they are and they don't know their value. So when you start diving into healing practices to work through that situation and to work to build those up, it becomes a healthy place that you start taking back your power because you're raising your confidence. Think of it, you, a lot of times confidence is completely knocked down. You don't know anything, you can't do anything, you can't go anywhere. Like all these kinds of things, your confidence is knocked down you feel like, I don't know what to do. I can't make a decision, I can't go anywhere, I can't do anything. All those things a lot of times happen. Well, you have to slowly build that up. Oftentimes it's building it up with just tiny small repetitions of doing one practice and you're like, okay, I did that. Now let's do it again. Now let's do it again. Now let's do it again. A lot of confidence is built up just by daily repetition and showing up to do the things that you said you were going to do. Well, like I said, it's a lot easier to heal when you get away, at least for a short time, at least permanently, you have to get away so that you can focus on you. But just getting away a lot of times doesn't fix the problem. Just having distance or knowledge or space doesn't always fix the problem and doesn't always get rid of the trauma bond that's in your life and stuck in your head. Because typically, the trauma bond, the hope, the potential, and the cognitive dissonance is based on a story that you're telling yourself. It's based on a false narrative that you've been projecting onto the other person or applying to yourself that's actually not true. And until you start getting down underneath the surface and figure out, wait a second, this isn't true, I need to find out the truth of the situation, not necessarily the facts of like, did they cheat, did they not cheat, but the truth of what was demonstrated on a day-to-day basis so that you can be free that's the goal. And so I hope you'll go after that and you'll understand that, hey, the fantasy that you believe is oftentimes rooted in the lies that the narcissist tells, but also the lies that you believe over a period of time. I want to remind you today that you're not crazy. You're not alone. You're not hopeless. And if you're going through all of this, you need support. You need a system. You need people that are going to be in your corner. So please reach out for help.